0: Hey, it's Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life and your host of the I Heart My Life show. This is episode 67, how to know if you're holding yourself back, some real talk. I have James Williams here with me today. We are fresh off of our first big live event, I Heart My Life Live, and we are sharing some real talk with you to really understand whether you're holding yourself back from going to that next level. And I have to admit that this episode actually works on two levels. It's perfect for you if you are being subtle about what it is that you're selling and you want to really break down all of the walls, stop being subtle and tell people about what it is that you have to offer. And it also works if you're someone who might be holding yourself back. Maybe you have a hunch that you're not necessarily stepping into your greatness in the way that you know you can and you should. So we're going to talk a little bit about what makes our clients, the most successful ones, the most successful. We're going to share some insider information about what David Nagel, who was one of our speakers, told us on the second day of the event to help us get out of our own way and serve more of our attendees in a different way. And I got to tell you, he gave some real talk. (laughs) His language is a little bit different than ours, but it was something that really gave us a bit of a slap in the face and a wake up call around the fact that life truly is too short to be subtle. So let's go ahead and dive in. So James, welcome. Hi. I'm excited to be doing this call together fresh off our very first I Heart My Life live.
1: Yeah, right. Absolutely amazing. Um, So much value for both of us and everyone there. And um, yeah, it's really, it's really awesome to talk about it. And I know there's a million things we've talked about from this event. But um, I think what we're going to talk about today is hugely valuable.
0: Definitely. So, we obviously observed a lot at the event, and we were blessed to have speakers at the event who have run tons of their own experiences, workshops, events, retreats. And so, they were there in support of us and our vision, and all of the attendees as well. And so, it was really incredible to get their perspective and get their support along the way. And one of the things that we discussed and that we'll discuss here today with David Nagel was the difference between the people who take action and those who come to an event, but don't actually do anything. And one of the things that we really tried to stress at the event is that when we leave the event, our life is going to go back to normal in the way that we've created it, which is pretty extraordinary. But for all the attendees, they have to start taking some action and be able to Uh, make a change in their life in the room that's going to apply to their life outside of the room. And so anyway, we're we're not going to get into that this second, but we were talking a bit about the difference between the person who does make that change and the one who doesn't. And so I know that's why we're here today.
1: That's right. And I think ultimately, it's the that change is a a commitment, right? It's, um, it really is. What does it mean to make a commitment? um, Rather than just you know, intend to take action.
0: Great. And so let's frame this a little bit. So one of the things that you and I deliberately decided is to have incredible team members at the event to support all of the attendees in making decisions. And we're very obvious and upfront about the fact that there are ways in which our attendees can work with us. We have our incredible I Heart My Life Mastermind. We have courses. You and I both have one-on-one work. And so we said that at any point throughout the event, all of our attendees have an opportunity to go to the back of the room, talk to our team and literally just be fully supported and understanding what their next step was. And you and I were both like, this is incredible. We have all these amazing coaches in the back of the room. People are literally going to get supported and have that handholding experience that they're craving. So they know they don't have to play the guessing game. And so we thought, you know what, this is a really great decision to have these people here and people are going to take full advantage of it. At least that's what I thought. What did you think?
1: Yeah, I, I thought that would be an amazing opportunity. I think there's always, from having gone to a lot of events, there's always the, uh, the understanding that there are going to be some people that might be threatened or might, uh, might be scared. And so there was, a, there was definitely an element of that. Um, but like you, uh, knowing the amazing people that we attract, um, I definitely thought, you know what, they're at least going to have a conversation.
0: Exactly. And I think it's important to say that you and I are the people who have the conversation. So even if I'm in that place of, oh, I don't have the money to work with somebody. But if I'm if I'm being called, or if I feel curious, or if I want support and understanding how to get to the next level, I will at least have the conversation. So I know what's on the table, what's available for me. And I at least will speak to somebody who's steps ahead of me to get a better, a a clear indication of where I'm going. That's right. And so, when we got to day two of our event, we had an incredible day. Lots of beautiful speakers, very powerful material. And that evening was our VIP reception, which was super fun. All of our speakers got to be there, as well as our VIP attendees. It was in this beautiful space with fireplaces. The champagne was flowing, and you had a personal conversation with one of our uh, speakers, David Nagel. And that's exactly why we're here today. We're going to talk about what he said to you and. Impact that it had on our audience. So, can you go ahead and share that with the listeners?
1: Yeah, right. I mean, framing it and understanding that David's David's someone with a you know a lifetime of experience has been at many events that he's attended and hosted, and so he knows how to read a room. He understands the human psychology between you know, of action taking and excuses, and understands you know what he sees as the difference between people that take action and have success, and those that that don't. And and, um, you know, we had a little conversation and he said to me, you know, James, how, how's it going? How's the room feeling? You know, what's the vibe you get? And I said, well, you know, to be honest, David, there's a little bit of heaviness. Um, there are people that are definitely looking like they're, they're really alive and they're ready to take action. And there's, there's a lot of people that are feeling heavy, that are feeling almost um, overwhelmed. And um, not as many people going to the back of the room and at least having a conversation as we'd have thought. And he said to me, well, you know, what's, you know, what's important about that, James, is, um, you know, at th- this point, there's no, there's no time for beating around the bush. There's no time for subtlety. He said, you've got to ask them, um, you know, who, who here, A, knows why they've come to this event? And B, who here has had a conversation, at least a conversation with someone at the back of the room to find out, A, what your opportunities are and whether it's a yes or a no? and he said to me for those that that don't put their hands up or for those that haven't had a conversation at the back of the room and in his words he said if that's you if you haven't had a conversation in the back of the room then you're full of that you're fooling yourself because if you're coming to an event or you're studying or you're learning and yet you're not willing to at least have a conversation with someone about how you can take everything that you're hearing um, and integrate it to the next level, then what are you doing here? And he's spot on, right? He's absolutely spot on because if, how can you expect people to ever invest in you? How can you expect anyone to invest in you um, to better themselves if you're not willing to invest in yourself to better yourself and your business, and so he encouraged me to have that conversation with them the next day. And of course, our language is very different, right? Mine and David's language is very different. And, you know, I, so I thought, you know, what I'm going to have this conversation from, from my perspective and the way I feel called to do it. And so I, with love, I got down off stage and, and I, and I asked how many people, I said, how many of you have been to the back of the room and had a conversation and a few hands went up. And I explained to them, you know, their opportunity to at least have a conversation with something that they owed themselves. And if they didn't do that, why were they here? I think one way I explained it, and I put to them, I said, if you're here just for inspiration and just to have connections and just to have fun, then I know plenty of concerts and movies and really great experiences that will have that effect on you. But I'm pretty sure that everyone in this room wants to do something in 2020, wants to take action that is above the action that they took in 2019 so that they can actually progress, so that they can be a higher version of themselves and so that they can succeed. So I'm encouraging you all right now to to go to the back of the room and have a conversation. And I even went to the point of walking up to people in the audience that people, some of the people that I knew, how incredible they were. And I asked them, have you been to the back of the room? And if they said no, I stood them up and I walked them to the back of the room. And then I was trying to explain this. And I said to everyone in the room, I said, you know, I'll be honest with you. I had this conversation with David Nagel last night. And he wanted to explain this to you in a slightly different way. Um, And, you know, I, I wasn't quite sure if you were ready to hear it in that way. And then I got an interesting response from the audience. They said, no, no, tell us. And I said, really? You want me to tell you how David wanted to hold you accountable for this action? You really want me to tell you? Do you think you can take it? And they said, yeah, 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 tell us. So I said, okay. And I told them and I used that language. And I said to everyone in the audience that if you haven't been to the back of the room and at least had a conversation at this point, then you are full of that. you might as well leave. Because if you're not going to take action, why are you here? And as you can imagine, there, there was an interesting reaction to that. Some people, I would say there was a split. Some people really lit up to that accountability because that's what they needed. And then there was another section that, um, that were kind of taken aback initially by that conversation, um, by that accountability. But I'll tell you now, a lot more people went to the back of the room.
0: I love that. And one of the things that you left out that I know David also said was um, if you haven't gone to the back of the room and you're saying you want to change, well, you're full of sh- and you might as well leave right now.
1: That's right. Um, because, you know, if, if you're not if you're not going to take action, then why are you here? I mean, you know, listen, it's great. There's amazing speakers there's inspiration. You feel fantastic. But this isn't an opportunity to escape from your life. Because you've got to, as you said, Emily, earlier, you've got to go back to your life and the buzz and the, thr- and the, the amazing atmosphere and the bubble that you're in in that room, isn't the, the feeling that you get there isn't going to just last forever. If you can't create that kind of action taking and that kind of inspiration in, your, in the life that you go back to and take action, then you're just going to be in the same place again and again. I think it was James Rouse, Dr. James Rouse, another one of our amazing speakers there who said, Monday morning when you go home, you are the DJ. You get to be the DJ and cultivate and create the theme tune for the rest of your life. Um, And that's what David was talking about. Like If you're not going to take action now, look at yourself.
0: Totally. And the reason why we wanted to share this with everyone listening today is really twofold. So we know that there's a lot of business owners who are listening to this podcast and people who are dealing with this same situation where you have something incredible to offer. And yet, for whatever reason, people aren't signing up or they're not taking advantage of the opportunities you're putting in front of them. And today we wanted to really illustrate how important it is to be obvious and to be bold and to be in service to what you know people are desiring. And by no means are we saying that our programs are right for every single perfect person on the planet. By no means are we saying that the mastermind is something that is available or, or something that everyone wants to move forward with. But we have tons of different opportunities, anywhere from something that's $47 a month all the way up to six-figure investments. So there truly is something for everyone. And it always blows our mind, number one, how subtle business owners are when it comes to what it is that they're selling. And they just expect that people are gonna know all about what the opportunities are. And what we're saying here today and what David eloquently stated was that you need to be really obvious about what action you want people to take. And more importantly, what action is going to actually get them the results that they're saying that they want. And just like you just said, James, if people want it to be entertained, they could easily go to a movie theater, they could have that experience. We're looking to create lasting change in people's lives. But that also means that you need to think about what that change is going to look like after the event is over.
1: Hmm. I mean, I can't tell you the number of times that I've had conversations on, on the telephone with potential clients who, after that call, had no idea the extent of the opportunities that they were offering. They'd made assumptions about what what was right for them or what was even available for them, which is why ultimately what we're saying is have the conversation at least. Just have the conversation. You're still the person that makes the decision. Right. And I think a lot of the time people are scared that there's going to be some voodoo magic and that they're going to be brainwashed into making a decision they don't want to make. Right. (laughs) We're talking about having the discussion. And I know, Emily, you a number of times you've had an intention to work with someone or go to something that was a large investment. And rather than waiting for you, waiting for the opportunity to be perfect or waiting for the money to just be there in the in the bank, you've had the conversation and said, Do you know what? How can I make this happen? This is, I I know that this is something that's going to help me. And you've had the conversation with the person or the group to say, how can I make this work? And then you've made it work. And it's how many times has that happened in our life in the last few years where we've at least had the conversation and then we've invested in something that even a few days ago, we wouldn't have known how to make that work. And that's been the thing that has changed the business, changed our personal growth. It's changed everything.
0: Exactly. And that actually is a story I'm going to be sharing in the next episode. So everyone t- can tune in um, to what episode is it going to be? Episode 68, all about how to move past any hangups and fears when it comes to working with a coach. And that's the second reason why we're here today sharing this. So the first reason is for all of you business owners out there it's the invitation to no longer be subtle and to be in service to your clients by being obvious about what it is that you're selling and supporting them. In getting to that yes, or at least getting the clarity around whether what you're selling is right for them. And then the second reason is for everyone who doesn't go to the back of the room at events. And obviously, that's metaphorical. One of the other examples that we gave from the stage was oftentimes people have desires that they're not even exploring. I can't tell you how many times people have said to me, oh, I want to take that trip. And then they don't even know how much it costs. And they discount it before they even do the research. And this happens all the time. We have these desires, and then we think, "Oh no, I could never do that." And we discount ourselves, and we think that it's not available for us. But we never actually look. We never actually have the conversation. And so, what we're teaching here today is that it's so imperative that you take advantage of opportunities that are presented to you. And again, like you said, James, it's not about voodoo. It's not about anyone talking to anyone into anything. These are actual coaching conversations and sessions that will support people in going to the next level. And like I said, this is just one example, but I think we need to ask ourselves on a regular basis, are we taking full advantage of what's right in front of us? Or are we deciding that it's not available to us prematurely? Are we not trusting ourselves to follow through or to be able to handle the process? Are we actually scared of success? Are we scared of the next level? Like what truly is it that's holding us back?
1: Mm. Yeah, it's a really, really, really good point. And I think that awareness is something to look into. And if anyone's listening to this and feels triggered, and was like, you know, they, they know that there's been a point where they haven't taken action, and maybe we're triggering, triggering you right now, you know, that's great. I think that feeling that emotion means there's something there. And I think it's really important to look at it and just say, I wonder why, if I was really honest with myself, I wonder why I didn't take action. You know, was I making some assumptions about... The opportunity, or was I was I making some assumptions about my what's possible for me? You know, um, getting clear on that uh, is is the most important thing you could ever do because you know the decisions can be made in a moment, and sometimes those decisions are the decisions that change your life forever.
0: Yeah. And one of the things that uh, Marla talked about at the event, Marla Mattinson, is the difference between being activated and being triggered. And so you just use the word triggered, James. And She shifted it to activated. And that's what we're always trying to do with our clients is activate something in you. Um, One of the best, one of the the key secrets to success is that awareness that James just talked about, which means that you are aware of when you're activated or triggered. You are aware of when something comes up for you that makes you feel uncomfortable. You're aware of those fears and insecurities and you're willing to look at them and shift them. And one of the cool things about events um, in particular is the connection. And so I know that a lot of our team members got connected with our attendees and you never know what doors are going to open. Even if you spoke to our coaches and you didn't end up working with us, you're now on their radar and you're now on our radar and we are connected. And again, we can't discount how powerful that actually is because we know that all of the speakers who are on our stage are people we've connected with through live events and through other relationships. And so again, you just need to think Think about it in a way that's not linear. Think about it in a way that is expansive. Having a conversation. It wouldn't just be about moving forward with a program or getting coaching for yourself. It would be about so much more than that. And feeling fully supported by another human in terms of what your next steps actually are. And again, we never know what that's going to lead to.
1: Totally correct. And, it, and it's one of those things maybe think about now... Who, who, who do you need to be having a conversation with? Who are they, what are those opportunities that you've been putting off because for some reason you're telling yourself the time's not right? Think about those because they keep cropping up. And I know at the event, um, many people talked about, I think, Emily, you mentioned it on stage, but that little feeling, that little tingly feeling you get, you know, those um, conversations that you should be having because that tingly feeling keeps coming up.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And, um, one of their piece to that. So I think oftentimes when we voice things out loud and we share our dreams with other people, they become even more powerful and we become even more sure than, than we were before, before we voice them. And so just having a conversation and admitting to another human, what it is that you want and just saying, you know what, how can I make this happen? Can you give me some advice? Can you let me know what my opportunities are? It makes it that much more real. And I think so often we are playing small and we're playing it very quiet and subtle. And one of the stories that I shared from the stage is the story of me going to Hallmark. And for anyone who knows me, I'm in love with stationery. We actually have some of our own stationery in the company. And I, um, my mom dropped me off and I went to the back of the store and I found all these, these note card sets. And one of them said at the very top, life's too short to be subtle. And so I'd encourage all of you today to live by that motto and ask yourself right now as a business owner, are you being subtle when it comes to your sales? Are you being subtle in what you know is possible for your clients and what's going to help them get there? And are you as a consumer, or someone who wants to invest in something, are you being subtle about the conversations you're having? Are you not reaching out to those people who could help you? Are you playing small with the gifts that you know live within you? Are you allowing your fear to run the show instead of stepping into your greatness? Life is far too short to be subtle. And so we want to live it in a way that is obvious. We want people to notice what it is that we have available to have those conversations to know that they have the opportunity to be be fully supported. And I know, James, I'll speak for myself, then you can chime in. I want to be someone who lives life out loud, for lack of a better phrase. And there's absolutely no time to be subtle with our gifts and our talents and what we're meant to do in the world.
1: Yeah, I totally agree, um, and and you know I've been I've been guilty of this in the past, right? You know, having conversations with myself in my head rather than having the conversations there out loud. And Emily's spot on. Life is way too short, and I for one don't want to look back on my life for, with regrets about the action that I never took, even though it was screaming at me every single day. You know. That's how we gain courage is we take the action that feel, sometimes feels the scariest. And it's really when you think about it, not that scary to ask a question, at least just ask a question, right? That's the stepping stone for you. And um, you realize that quite often we put so much fear on something that, that when we take the action isn't even isn't scary at all.
0: Exactly. Yeah, one of our clients, Caitlin, from the stage, she talked about her experience having to go through um, a traumatic experience with her son when he was just a few months old needing to have heart surgery. And she realized then and there that that was something that was really scary. And everything after that, it it just didn't have any weight in terms of fear. She realized that she'd been through the scariest thing in her life, and now she could handle anything. Mm -hmm. So we need to really transform our thinking around what is actual true fear. And what is our mind just trying to keep us stuck?
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for this conversation, James. We'll leave it there. I hope this inspires people on many different levels to really step up, step out, to shine, to speak their truth and to have those important, honest conversations.
1: Awesome. Yeah, fantastic conversation. And we, could, we could talk about this all day, but we'll, we'll save some of the nuggets for the next one.
0: I hope you loved today's episode and that you loved the Real Talk experience. Like James said, maybe this activated you a little bit. If so, I ask you to do some journaling. Get really aware of what's coming up for you. What was it that was activated or triggered? And if you'd like to know more about working closely with us and getting huge results in your life and business, email us at info at iheartmylife.com. See you soon. Thank you for listening to the I Heart My Life show. For more inspiration, success tips, and ways to achieve your life and business goals, definitely follow me on Facebook and Instagram on I Heart My Life now. See you next time.